This is a 980 CKNW podcast. Thanks so much for being with us on this Sunday morning. So yesterday, uh, we got a photo sent to us uh, at Global BC, and it was a photo taken at a funeral service. And the funeral service was for a man who had died suddenly. He had died overnight. Uh, it was a few months ago, but he had died very suddenly of a heart attack. And his wife found him in the morning in their home. There was nothing uh, paramedics and firefighters could do uh, to revive him, and uh, he died. So his wife, his surviving partner, that morning put the dogs, as she dealt with the confusion of what was going on, they had two dogs that were very much or are very much a part of their family. One who is 15 and the other, Sadie, who's 13 and a half. Well, Sadie was very much her male master's dog, following him around everywhere, going to work with him at his construction site. And Sadie was devastated. Sadie stopped eating For 10 days, losing 10 pounds, she would go to the window every day, waiting for him to come home. She moped around. She just wasn't the dog she was before. And her surviving owner, Julia, didn't know what to do because Sadie wasn't getting it that her owner was gone. She wasn't getting the fact that he wasn't coming back. And her owner was afraid that Sadie was going to pass away, that the dog was so sad and so devastated by the loss, she was going to lose her as well. So 10 days after her husband died, Julia Beaulieu decided they would all go to the service and that she would take Sadie to the service with her and that maybe that would be a way for Sadie, who, again, a 13-and-a-half-year-old Border Collie Dalmatian Shepherd Cross, would be able to say goodbye or would get a better understanding of what was going on. And maybe, just maybe, if they did that, she would start eating again. Well, she did. She started eating again the minute they got home from the service. But there was a moment at the service where Sadie jumped up on the coffin beside Julia and looked into the coffin at her deceased owner. And that moment was captured in a photo taken by Jeremy May, who is the CEO of Elements Cremation Pre-Planning and Burial, the company that put on the funeral service. And I spoke to Jeremy by phone yesterday, asking him why it was he captured that moment and felt it was important to capture that moment and have that photo. When I saw Sadie approach the casket, I, it was clearly a very touching moment. There wasn't a dry eye in the in the room as she approached it. She stood up and looked in, and I thought to myself, not only is it a touching moment for people who are dog owners, and uh, it really showed the connection between um, humans and their pets and and how tight it is, but as a professional, I also know that people, when they're grieving and and that kind of moment at a funeral when they've lost a loved one, they're they're often not really in the moment as much as they'd like to be. And this was a tool I thought to myself, Julia will, will need this photo afterwards to understand sort of the significance and importance. And I would say the real value was not only the experience of having the dog Sadie there, but uh, allowing Julia to, to reminisce and, and see this photo after has really been part of her journey and, uh, on the road to recovery in terms of her grief. So that's what prompted me to take the photo, and uh, it's proven itself to be very worthwhile to Julia. How common is it that you see people and their dogs and having that connection in this very sad time in their life? Yeah, the photo speaks to a number of things, uh, more than just the obvious. And what we're seeing now, especially with the baby boomers and those sort of in their 50s and 60s, they are wanting something often that's a little less traditional and uh, 
I think it's incumbent upon us in the industry as funeral professionals to make that happen. And it's a little less formulaic in terms of grief. It's more about, uh, you know, using the best tools that, that you can find to help you through that journey. So we're starting to see it more and more in a company like ours. is uh, It's important that we accommodate that. So it's a growing trend. Where I see it happening even more is people coming in even ahead of death. Uh, well, they're of sound mind, and they're starting to, to prearrange this type of stuff in advance. They, this is what's important to them. And when they're gone, there's no voice. So they want to leave the stuff behind through prearranging. And we're seeing that more and more with the 50- and 60-year-old crowd. It is. And the picture is, I think, for anybody that has a connection with a dog, it really, it it, it wrenches at your heart a little bit. Um, and, and is that something, too, so at, at, at the um, with your company, is it dog-friendly and that people can bring their dogs in and, and the dogs are, are considered part of the family? Well, they are. I think, you know, to uh, anybody, uh, you know, we hope when you see this photo, you look at your own pets in a different light and, and realize that, you know, closure and grief is not just important for... Uh, for the immediate family, it goes as far as this, and uh, with the dog, Sadie. But we encourage it. I mean, it's important that if it's important to you and it's going to help you through this journey, whether it's a family pet, it's something very unique, uh, it's a, the end of life can be a celebratory event. It can be something to be cherished and remembered, and we encourage whatever form that takes, we're here to help. Have you seen uh, other cases where people have had that connection and their dogs have come in to say goodbye to a loved one? or uh, Because it does seem like that's what Sadie, that's what the dog is doing in this case. Yeah, she very is. She didn't need coaxing, um, as Julia will allude to or has alluded to. Um, you know, Sadie wasn't her same, the same uh, after the death, and, and she needed that closure as much as as the rest of the family. Uh, traditionally, that type of experience, bringing pets in, you know, hasn't been as uh, accepted in the past, but it's you know, a growing trend to make funerals what they need to be. And what's most important is the customer and the consumer, not sort of the traditional funeral industry. So we are starting to see it more and more, especially people are planning for it in advance and putting it down on paper saying, these are my wishes. I think what's happened is, whether it's the, the West Coast, more of a secular society, less and less of us being brought up in the sort of traditional confines of, uh, of the church, there's a place for that tradition. But there's also a, a growing movement where people want a more customized uh, life, not to mention the end of it. Um, sometimes it's more about the story that needs to be told, and uh, that sort of extends right to death. But we are seeing it more and more, whether it's uh, memorial rides on motorcycles, whether it's more of a reception that borders on being more of a barbecue and a party. Um, you know, funerals do not need to compound grief. What they need to do is to help us with closure, move forward, and celebrate a life that's lived, not just mourn a, lo- a life that's been lost. You get one shot at at a funeral, and if there's something that's important to you uh, before you actually pass away, speak your mind, prearrange it. For families at the time of loss, you shouldn't be afraid of uh, breaking the traditional mold and doing what's important to you, and um, it's incumbent upon the industry to uh, oblige and make that happen because um, the last thing you want at a time of death is compounded by regrets. That was Jeremy May. He is the CEO of Elements Cremation Pre-Planning and Burial. And I spoke to him by phone yesterday. And this was about a photo he took at a funeral service that shows Sadie 
the dog looking into the casket of her deceased owner. And I know that sounds awful. That sounds morbid. But I'm going to tweet out the photo because I'm not doing it justice. And there is something about it. It really is a very beautiful moment that he captured. And the beautiful thing about it also is, like he said, there wasn't a dry eye in the house at the time that the photo was taken. But I met Julia, who is the widow in this case. She is now Sadie's only owner. And it was her husband who passed away, who died suddenly of a heart attack. And she now has that photo. And she said when she looks at it, it brings her a little comfort. And she's showed it to other people. And there's something about it that is very comforting. And it helps her. And not only having the photo, but she says having her dog there, being able to say goodbye. And perhaps if you're not a dog person, you might think it's a bit crazy and a bit nuts to be taking a dog to a funeral service. But as anybody who is a dog person will say, they really are part of the family. Uh, Your thoughts on this? Again, I will tweet out the photo because, uh, again, I'm not doing it justice, but I'll tweet it out so you can see exactly uh, what it looks like. And I think it's probably on the global website as well if you wanted to, to take a look. You've been listening to a 980 CKNW podcast. Listen live at cknw.com, the Radio Player Canada app, Tune in Amazon Alexa HD radio at 101.1 FM HD2 and on the AM dial 980 CKNW.